Homeworkies podcast. We are so excited today. This is very, very, very special. We have two of our biggest hall stars here to help talk about their new movie, the Nashville Christmas Carol that's coming to Hallmark Channel. I am film director Rachel Wagner. I'm so delighted to have Jesse Schramm and Wes Brown here. And uh, thank you so much for coming on the podcast to both of you. Thank you, thank for, you having for having me. Us. Yes. Uh, so I hope that you both have been doing well. I know this has been a crazy time. Uh, 2020 has been, <laughs> it's been nuts. Um, but What's going on? Different. Yeah, <laughs> it's just it's been like any any other, right? I mean, according to Hallmark, they're just going forward just like any other uh, oh, 40 oh, movies. It's, it's only Christmas. It's always Christmas. <laughs> That's right. Which, by the way, I love your background and your hat. Thank you. If you all are watching the YouTube version of this, uh, you can get uh, the Zoom backgrounds on our website, homeworkiespodcast.com slash Zoom backgrounds. And they're created by our friend, Jessica Miller. She designed them and they're free. So people should check it out. It's really Lovely. fun. Yeah. And that's our little Christmas gift this year. <laughs> you got to give a Zoom background, right? Uh, but, uh, but yeah, so going in we're just going to dive right into this christmas carol it's very exciting so we have both of you here but going into this movie did you have a favorite cinematic version of christmas carol before making this what about you jesse i did i well here's the thing i guess mine is like a spin-off of the christmas carol so i love scrooged which is a mm -hmm. bill murray movie yeah. And so that like, that's a version of the Christmas Carol, but it's not, you know, the classic Dickens style. If anything, it's a darker comedic version of it all. So that's, yeah. that's my version, but I don't think I ever saw the movie all the way through as a kid. I only just would read it with my family. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, Scrooge is great. Especially I love Carol Kane. As oh my the, gosh. I think she's my favorite. It's I think so she's so good. funny. Uh, so, so yeah, that's a very eclectic version. What about you, Wes? Did you have a favorite? First of all, good question. Um, I, yeah, and but the two that come to mind is, you know, there's been, there's been several, obviously, but, you know, one of the, uh, the originals from the 30s, uh, it was the 30s or 40s. Uh, that was one of my favorites just because um, I love the artistic style of the old black and whites and the way they told that mm -hmm. version. Um, that was one of my favorites. My other favorite though was the one with uh, Mickey and Donald. And, you know, where they like, that was, I, I've probably seen that one more than any of the other ones. Scrooge is, uh, is an obvious favorite, but yeah, yeah where, uh, where Donald That's was playing. A, yeah, uh, like Ebenezer, yeah, but yeah, no. like classic and like the only one I really actually remember, by the way. Yeah. Like I really yeah. remember like the people version. Did you well, see the one where, where Mickey is tiny, Tim? Yeah. yeah. Well, so Mickey is uh, is Cratchit, and he I was loving that one how uh, he does Scrooge's laundry. Yeah. <laughs> the race when you started doing my laundry um yeah i love mickey's christmas i'm a huge disney fan so i love mickey's christmas carol it's one of the only examples where where mickey and company are playing other characters yeah you know that and so that's kind of fun it's like as if they went into the disney canon and cast uh cast yeah. The uh, the Disney characters is fun. That and, reminded me of those those old westerns where things they just cost bags of coins. Yeah, 
Like, That's right. There was no value to it. It's just like everything just cost coins, yeah. bags of coins. Just just, well, I mean, they're like, they're like diving into the, you know, into the pit of coins. That's what Scrooge McDuck <laughs> yeah. is. So. Yeah. Coins and cash. <laughs> that would hurt. Uh, but uh but yeah no that's that's a really good one i love that one uh and uh i also you said you were talking about the black and white the uh alistair sims uh, i don't know if that's the one you're talking about but that one's my favorite as well um mm -hmm. the classic alistair sim version uh is really good because they give like a little bit of backstory to scrooge they add a little bit more to it, which i think mm -hmm. makes it really interesting mm -hmm. and uh and so there's been a lot of really good made for TV versions. Uh, we actually did a special episode of the podcast with film critic Alonzo uh, Duralde, where we talked about uh, a bunch of different versions, including uh, they haven't done one on Hallmark for a long time. I, I, as far as I can remember, I don't think they've done one since 2012. Which one was that? That was this Christmas Carol with Carrie Fisher. And it was, it's just, it's, I like it. It's really funny because of course, Gary Fisher is hilarious. Um, but they, they just cast her as everything. She's Marley. She's all the ghosts. She's everything. Wait, that's yeah. amazing. Yeah. <laughs> Why didn't we watch that yet? That's yeah, it's pretty know. good. I mean, you can tell she ad-libbed a lot, which I'm all about. I mean, she's amazing. Yeah, so yeah. I, I, I can't think of one, like Lifetime has done a couple but I can't think of any on Hallmark since then. So it's pretty exciting to get a new version. I'm really yeah. looking forward to it. Were you, well, how did you feel when you got the, uh, got the opportunity? Were you pretty excited? Were you, Jesse? Oh Maybe yeah. First. I mean, definitely. I think, you know, I, I looked at the name, but I wasn't sure, you know, Nashville Christmas Carol, what, is this just a title or is mm -hmm. this going to be, you know, another version of that? So I was completely open. I wasn't thinking of Christmas Carol, to be honest, when I was reading yeah. it. So going along, I mean, immediately when my version of a mentor shows up, which is played by Winona Judd in this movie, I was like, oh, we get to do Christmas magic, you know, and <laughs> for me, like Christmas Carol and those different things are the, the classic thing growing up with Christmas. That's, what makes me feel like the seasons around so yeah. i feel like once the magic element came about in this script it was super fun but then i also forgot that like you read something on a page and like wes i don't know if you ever feel this way where it's like you'll read it and i'm so excited to be like young vivian older vivian this vivian all these things and you're like this is so cool and then you realize you're like whoa i i get to and i also have to play all these different versions so it was it was so it was so much and it was so exciting and for me like i love that challenge so i loved the elements of the magic and it being so um a new version of a traditional story but also technically getting to take on this character in this story because there's there's so much in this movie yeah what did you think about that wes getting to be in a christmas carol it's pretty exciting well first off i'm really i'm really happy to hear that I was not the only one who, when I got it, I did not put Christmas Carol <laughs> no. Christmas Carol together. I was like, oh, a Nashville Christmas Carol. So what shall we be singing? And so I was like, oh, the Dickens one. Oh, I was like, I'm telling no one that. So you let me say it first. You're like, yeah. Uh, you said first. And then I was like, oh, thank God. Now we get to tell a podcast. <laughs> That's okay. Not that many people listen. It'll, it'll be good. <laughs> Um, Just kidding. I, I, so 
not just to go off story, but I think, I think Jesse might agree with me. I don't think she knew them beforehand, but when I got sent the script, it also came with who was producing it. Mm -hmm. And I had already done two movies with these, these, these group of folks and they bring so much fun to this. And it's, 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 it's almost an embarrassment to call it work because I knew that they were going to bring a, um, a real professional element to it. I knew we were probably going to have something good in store just, just based off of who was attached to it already. Um, and then just the story was just kind of the icing on the cake. I was like, wow, I get to make another movie with these uh, great people, good filmmakers. Mm -hmm. uh, you just, it, I knew it was going to be another good experience. And I, I don't know, Jesse, was I right? I hope I'm right. It was, I mean. That's Jesse's hairless cat. Okay, yeah, sorry, I can put him in another room. <laughs> That's fine. Don't worry about it. Wes on, on Zoom and he's like, Wes. So he's just <laughs> making so much sound. Oh, Pirate's yeah. my guy. That's what happens. We're pet friendly on Hallmark's podcast. Yeah. So, so he is making his appearance always because it's all about Pirate. Um, but yeah, I mean, I I got to work with one of our producers, Samantha, on Country at Heart. So I when you look at who's behind it, besides just um, the network and, of course, mm -hmm. the brand of Hallmark, which I trust and respect and adore you see who else is a part of the project and I already knew that the quality was going to be something that I was excited about and then mm -hmm. after talking to them they're fans of Wes's so I was sold and on then she found out I was in it and Jesse said <laughs> Jesse's therapist told her it was going to be okay gonna be fine gonna be okay Sign up now <laughs> eat rest this was this was so much fun and I feel like there's, I've, I've always loved who I get to work with. I've always been very lucky in who I get to be teamed up with. But I mean, this was, this was a completely different experience when it came to camaraderie and really having a great time while still having a very like professional and fantastic set. It was just all around great. That's great. Well, we're really excited about it. Uh, so this story, Christmas Carol, uh, it has been told so many times, like we've talked about with Mickey and Muppets and and Bill Murray and traditional takes and all animated takes and so many different versions. And I'm curious, what do you think about this story makes it so relevant in almost that makes it so relevant even today when it was written, you know, way back in what the 1860s? What do you think makes it so timeless about Christmas Carol? What do you think, Wes? Um, for this story, um, mm -hmm. my my initial takeaway is, you know, to uh, not sweat the small stuff and not not let all these things that are overtaking your life, um, you know, don't put so much weight onto everything. As you know, Jesse's character goes in and she's freaking out about one thing or another. He kind of brings you know, Christmas past and future kind of is, is navigating her through life, showing her like, see, like times are good. Things are uh, a little bit better than you're giving them credit for. So, I mean, um, yeah. I mean, that's my initial take on, on this, on this story, because it is a bit, it is a bit different. It is a take on mm -hmm. Christmas Carol. It is not the, the retelling of it. If not, Jesse would be Scrooge. And it, right. it, it, it is a bit, it is quite a bit different. So it is in fact a mm. take on it and not a, uh, and not a, not a, you know, carbon copy. 
So. Right. What do you What do you think, Jesse? Makes this uh, story so timeless. I think there's a even in our takeaway. I think that you have choice. You know, in in every version of this, choice is what comes down to play. When you're shown your past, your present, possibly your future, depending which story you're watching or listening to. Um, there's a choice as to how you want to go forward in life. When I feel like most humans on this planet can relate to thinking back on different things in their life and thinking about what they might've wanted to change or what they don't really think about or the things that they might've missed that one day come to light. So I feel like I feel like it's timeless because everyone can relate to having a past if, if you're in the present and how you want to go forward from there, kind of reassessing your life. It's, I think it's, it's an assessment of your life. And I think everyone can relate to that. There was an old quote that I liked that was something like, um, if you have made it to today, then you have survived every bad day you've ever had. Yeah. And oh, you can like probably that. look back at stuff and you're like, oh man, I handled that wrong. Oh, I was, I was, I was way wrong. And I, I'm wrong a lot. So and that <laughs> I, includes I, 2020. I we did it. <laughs> we survived. Uh, yeah. That's that, really, survived that's, that day. that's really good. Yeah. I think what I really take from the story is uh, having not seen your version, but most versions, I love the idea. There's no lost causes that anybody can be redeemed and that, uh, that through, uh, the power of Christmas through the power of of uh, of all that stands for that uh, that uh, there's hope for anybody. Uh, I love that about it. I think it's a very hopeful message uh, to the story. Uh, well, so you're saying you're saying that your version of the sort of lead character, the the Scrooge character, is a little bit different. You can you elaborate a little bit on that, Jesse? Yeah, I mean, without giving away the message of the mm -hmm. movie, you know, because you got to watch sure. at that moment, um, without giving away our distinct message. I mean, I just remember sitting down with the producers and them saying, you know, you would be the Scrooge, but you're not Scrooge. And we're uh -huh. just trying to figure out this journey for you. And without giving away the message that we kind of reveal, I would say, um, <sighs> She starts in the same place of being very much one, one signed and one minded, you know, it's, it's all about her career. It's yeah. all about maybe, you know, my character Vivian has, has lost in, has lost in her life. So she's different characters have come in and out and therefore that makes her very guarded. So in the sense mm -hmm. of we have a Scrooge is we have somebody that's very guarded and not really open to allowing other things to happen in her life other than work. And so kind of a workaholic type character. Yeah, but yeah. I mean, very much, you know, like keeping people at arm's length for a reason because mm -hmm. she's been hurt. And, you know, Wes's character, Gavin comes in, he was her best friend. I say was because he was her best friend when they were uh -huh. here and something happens between them. And when they come together, you see that divide. And I think that that's what makes Vivian a Scrooge is because she's not one to let her wall down. And so throughout the process of seeing the past and especially the presence and having his presence in her life now, you start to see that thaw. Mm -hmm. It's a version of Scrooge. So was uh, is, is there a, a Cratchit type character in the story or is that kind of like do you have like an assistant type of character 
in the story or that's the only one I couldn't piece together from the from the cast if it's an assistant type character then that would be my sister Georgia Mm. oh okay yeah Yeah. she's 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 the one she's got to get everything done but she is also my heart so I think that that might be different as she's my assistant but she's also the only one that is near and dear to me and I care about okay good all right, so the the Winona Judd plays the Jacob Marley type character. Is that correct? Yes, the mentor. Yeah, so she uh, she gives you the warning, says the spirits are coming, and everything, and uh, and so that must have been so fun to work with Winona Judd. Oh my gosh! It, you know, I think one of the one of the coolest things about getting Winona and Kix and Sarah and all of these different spirit type characters is they are larger than life, at least in my mind, before they're coming to set. And yeah. we we love them playing these characters because we want these people. We want these people as the spirits. And I mean, getting getting to work with people that are just so amazing and legendary and who they are and what they do in the world like of course it's fun when they come to set you know they they add what they add to the character was that just incredible Wes to get to work with Winona Judd well the only thing that upset me is I apparently forgot my bus with my name on the side of it (laughs) um uh, yeah, you forgot your bus too, Jesse. I didn't have a bus. I mean, there were, I think we that was- Ill, We were ill prepared in the bus department. You I both are yeah. country music, you sung country music. You both are, are musicians. That must've been crazy. I, I, I know, I mean, my the bus was left out of the writer. I, I, I'm <laughs> definitely gonna write a strongly worded letter to someone. Yeah, we had dressing rooms, but they were not tour buses. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Um, no, I, I I actually didn't get to work like work work with Winona, but I was I was there while she was there. And mm. to kind of piggyback off of what Jesse said, it was like, and to elaborate a little bit more, like, yeah, as a fan of of all music, but you know, also country music. Growing up, I mean, to work with, and then um, you become friends with you know Kicks Brooks and you know uh, Winona Judd baked Jesse a cake uh, and I'm like what we connect like, dude why not yeah. I'm like come, <laughs> come on are you kidding me and um yeah getting to and then after said uh after we would rap sometimes we'd go on the tour bus and just kind of hang out and relax and it was it was surreal I was yeah. like man people would pay a lot of money to get to do what I'm doing right now you should sell tickets to this it's you know, like, oh, they do. They're called concerts. Yeah. <laughs> well, Wes, you had said something the other day that I think it like summed up how I felt about this experience with everyone that we got to work with. Or a lot of people are asking us about Winona or Kicks and everything. And I think what was so cool is, yes, you're getting to work with people that are legendary and such pros at what they do. But I think I just enjoyed them so much as people. I mean, mm. I just, they were so warm and creative and fun to be around that like like Wes said it the other day them as people were just so awesome that it's an experience you can't compare to yeah yeah and then Sarah kind of said the 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 opposite she goes I she goes I was was my first movie and I'm gonna work with a bunch of actors and I'm expecting to hate everyone (laughs) and I in fact did not hate anyone she goes this has been very nice (laughs) 
terrified to meet all of our musician folk though, because it's like, though we're all in a creative realm, like yeah. it, they're similar worlds, but so different. And it's like, well, you're in your realm. What are you going to be like? And until somebody gets to set, you do not know. <laughs> Well, I think well, this is yeah. such a brilliant idea because country music is such a storytelling medium, probably more than any other kind of music. And uh, so to be able to kind of use these icons of country music to be able to tell a story just makes sense. I think it's a great idea. Yeah. Yeah. I think you'll, I think you'll enjoy it. And everybody brings so much character to their roles. It's definitely different. Mm -hmm. It is different from a lot of the Hallmark movies, just yeah. with the way that it's set up and the journey that we get to go on. Like it's, it's a little bit different. I'm excited about that. And so you, you got to work the most probably with Sarah. Is that right, Wes? She's your, you're managing her. She's your, your client. Is that right? Correct. Yep. So what was that like working with her? That must have been fun. Um, I just kind of tried to botch all of her songs behind her back <laughs> when she was doing so. Yeah, she was she was a, she was a blast after, you know, um, I think she was, um, uh, you know, Dustin had come after her first few takes. Dustin just came over and, you know, basically told her to, you know, just be you. You do you and bring bring a bunch of Sarah Evans to Belinda's character and she started to just have a lot of fun with it um there's a lot of ad-libbing in this movie Ooh. uh from from every, a lot from us but uh from her as well um no it was great she she had a super fun personality um her manager was actually there so I just uh you know I stalked him to get into character um other than that it was a it was a blast yeah. it was a lot of fun and so Jesse, when you're with Kix Brooks, he's, he's passed, right? Yes. And so but when you're with Pat, his name's Pat in the movie. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. Pat. So <laughs> when you're with him, so are you actually in those or is it you like as a child or no, I'm how in do the, they do the past? I mean, and we're very lucky too, because we filmed this movie, um, in two different in two different cities, and Kix uh, was gracious enough to be there in both of the cities. So I got to be, I mean, when when we're past, we're going to see younger versions of Vivian and Gavin. So we're seeing younger versions of Wes and I, and then even younger versions, ten year old versions. And mm -hmm. so whenever Kix is there taking me through, we're we're in the scenes together watching. So you're watching a, so you don't have to play a younger version of yourself or? Oh, I do. We do. Okay. So we play, we play all the versions besides the 10 year olds. Okay. Well, that's we tried that, but it just didn't work. <laughs> nobody, nobody believed it. But no one bought it. That might no be a bit it. of a stretch. <laughs> not enough acting coaching in the world. <laughs> yeah, so then you have, you have present done by Kimberly Williams Paisley which I thought was really brilliant because obviously her husband is a country music icon and she's amazing but also because she's such a Nashville staple like, she was so much fun and she yeah. brought so much like the word I use like every time that she would do a scene or a take like you just smile afterwards she brought so much joy to this character and like you just, you can't help but smile just from being happy when you see what she does. She's so fun. Well, yeah. I, 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 I got, I wasn't, I was sitting in the back with Dustin behind the cameras and I saw Kimberly's first take and I go, oh, she's going to do it like that. This is going to be amazing. <laughs> 
she um, added so much that you wouldn't even think to do like she just she brought so much to this character it was so much fun yeah, yeah. i'm really excited <laughs> to like, see that it's, it's gonna be fun because she they, can they, bring the funny bring nashville to nashville christmas carol <laughs> yeah yeah they brought yeah. that there that's great so uh, this was filmed in covid and so what was it was it like august or september yeah uh, it's, we started september 2nd well no okay. no be, well oh, because of covid we had to do a uh i guess somewhat of a quarantine uh for what was it nine days something like that um and then it was a about a tested every other day um and th there are there are parts of the the film that had to be adjusted a little bit like you you don't it's not COVID in the movie but sure. there are things that you know um for insurance purposes um because that's basically the only way we get to make movies this year is, is that the insurance companies they agree to insure these movies so uh like you know country christmas live originally was supposed to have a big audience well now it's the the, the taping of something the taping of it as you would like tape a pre-performance to a cma award mm -hmm. or something like that but other than that and that's a lot i thought it was pretty pretty normal just except for the fact that everyone's wearing a mask and you don't know any facial expressions nor what anyone looks like or <laughs> anything like that so i shouldn't say it's too normal but the the process was somewhat normal with a lot of uh just a lot of things that we had to um apply by just to, you know, or, or, you know, to ad adhere to just to uh, be able to shoot the movie. But at the end of the day, we're all, we're all working through this and, you know, the cast, the crew, the actors, um, you know, a lot of people got to go back to work because they, they figured it out. Yeah. That's so impressive. I couldn't, when they announced that they're going to do 40 movies in July, I, I didn't believe it. I was, I was a skeptic, but I, uh, I, uh, they've done it it's incredible i can't believe it i'm unbelievable well, you have to do this one in the states too where i know you know canada yeah. has a different situation with where they're at and i'm used to filming there more for a lot of these and so when when this came on the schedule i was like so where are we going and what kind of quarantine and they're like you're going in the states and all the hot spots and we're gonna <laughs> do this and stay safe and we're like okay i believe yeah. you kind of yes good yeah but you felt you felt safe you felt taken care of uh, yeah. on the set and everything yeah, yeah. And, and 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 even like um they did really smart things too like for instance i know dustin reichert our producer um he's not here so i'll give him credit if he were here and i would i could never do that <laughs> it's not our personality but like for instance he um it was a rule you had to wear the n95 mm -hmm. because the n95 is very uncomfortable to wear other than the way it's supposed to be worn so that was it's just, it was a little bitty things like that. Um, and like we, we had lunch separately and we would, uh, we wouldn't stack too many people in a van, like kind of only like two or three. Mm -hmm. And so just little bitty things like that, I think kept the process moving. Um, and then, yeah, we were, we were very fortunate. I have friends that are on other projects that they were getting shut down left and right. I know Jesse was uh, a part of Chicago med that got shut down. Um, mm -hmm. But no, we were we were one of the few that we made all of our days. We finished on time and hopefully made a good product. Yeah, yeah. As a film critic, I feel like it, I'm the one of the only uh, 
film critics that's as busy as ever you know <laughs> everybody <laughs> else is like that's delayed that's delayed that's delayed oh no I've got 40 Christmas movies to watch did you feel like because getting to be part of the Hallmark family like we're busier than we normally would be during this like know. <laughs> you know it's like in some way it feels like such a blessing once this movie came around we yeah. got to have um a semi taste of normalcy of getting yeah. to work, even though it was a little bit different. And now getting to talk to you and promote the movie, I'm like, what do you mean? What's going on in the world? It's <laughs> well, not- it's just so perfect because what do we all need right now? We need these wholesome, sweet, comforting movies. I mean, it's just the perfect thing. So, yay. <laughs> a friend of mine just moved, and she's not one that usually watches a lot of Hallmark, but her family does. So she's always texting me questions from her mom and different people. And she literally just moved. And I got a phone call last night just being like, all week, it's only been the Hallmark channel. It's the only thing I want in my life. And I'm like, yes. <laughs> Finally, yeah. you've come to our side. <laughs> well, and so far they have been hitting out of the park. I, they, I, I've really been enjoying. And I don't know if it's just because I like need it more. I mean, I always enjoy them, but usually there's a couple duds. But so far, I've yeah, just been, been good. really, really enjoying uh, the. Um, I've really been enjoying what they put out there. So, uh, well, I'm really excited about this. I love Christmas Carol, and I so I'm really looking forward to seeing this new version. And I, I thought before we go, we could just talk a little bit about. Uh, about just the country music side of it and uh, if what is your do you have a favorite country music singer and you don't have to say one of the ones that uh, was in the movie we won't tell (laughs) do you have a do you kicks brooks he let me ride on his bus (laughs) can't help it (laughs) no he's so good I mean you're like He's not going to get through an interview with mentioning the bus. <laughs> no, uh, no, Brooks and Dunn have been, they, they are, yeah. they are top. I, I mean, um, and, uh, you know, Sarah Evans being part of my favorite genre of country, which was always that, that 90 country sound with, mm. you know, uh, George Strait and Alan Jackson. I mean, uh, no, Brooks and Dunn and Sarah Evans, uh, and then I, I find that White Winona Judge just a part of the classics. Yeah, so, um, I really can't name a, a favorite. They're, they're they're all in my 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 top favorites. I, I, Jesse, um, do you have a favorite? George Strait and Garth Brooks. If I had to name, yeah. probably the the, the top. Oh, but the, they're all up there, man. Those are really good. Yeah, those are really. I good. mean, I think that that's the hard part. Is like we have we have classics and I mean you mentioned Sarah like she's part of that trio of when I was growing up the Shania Twain and Faith Hills and like that pop country I like fell in love with the female version you know Dixie Chicks I was just about to say but when I think like you know if it's not Winona or Kicks or different people I would say like the Dixie Chicks stand out to me as still just like my favorite group when it Mm -hmm. comes to if I wanted to sit down and strum a song because I love you know like the folk kind of jewel stuff but that's not country yeah yeah my my favorite I mean I love Reba I think Mm -hmm. she's incredible and I'd love her to do a a Hallmark movie one of these days because she's done acting it would be so fun good actress yeah I loved her show and so I'd love to do that and I love her and I also love Dolly Parton I was just about to say please say Dolly because like 
whoo what's that nine to five song i was listening oh, to that like to the other day like what yeah. so good yeah, yeah. she's such did, an amazing did they song. have a, a broadway play nine to five or am mm-hmm. i did i, I make that did. up yeah, yeah. they but did like, dolly's songwriting is just it's you don't realize how how many hits she's written her her stories are so good like there's just country there's there's too many greats to just name I like know. one it's yeah, so, yeah. Uh, there's there's also the the there there maybe not alan jackson's or george Strait's sides but i mean like i remember and i, I believe sarah's ma- manager manages uh, him as well but like uh the the clint blacks and tracy lawrence mm-hmm. uh dwight yokums like there's there's a whole genre of, of people that i don't know i've always liked because everyone's got kind of a different little sound you know yeah. so dwight yokum has got that bakersfield california country um tracy bird who uh i i i know um he's got that real south texas twang so it's so it's like it's kind of hard to to well, pick I'm country sure. country has become such a it's become like a genre amongst itself where there's little sub genres of country now yeah. i mean it's true some of today's country I, I don't think it's country at all <laughs> we would sit there and laugh, not argue but we all sat down and we like had a conversation about what what is country you know what yeah. version of it yeah. what what is classic country and like i remember sitting there with sarah and we were all and ray lynn as well ray lynn was talking about this of just like what is country what is that cl- what does classic yeah. country mean? Who who defines that? Yeah, there's always there's a big fight. Like the fact that Taylor Swift is in the Grand Old Opry, people get very upset. <laughs> Do they really? <laughs> but hey, she started out country at least. I mean, kind yeah. of. She did, but but the thing that I like Taylor Swift, she just came out and said, "I am I'm pop now." Yeah. Right. So it wasn't country trying to be pop. It's just like, oh, I'm I'm just gonna switch genres. Which yeah. hey. Mm-hmm. You, that's you, true. You, you know, that's true. <laughs> yeah, and over your lifespan, you should get to try out as much as you want to try out. Yeah, but I also love the folksy side of country, like you were saying, uh, Jesse. Allison Cross, love her. Uh, Zach Brown Band, although their last album was not great, but for the most part, I love them. <laughs> yeah, Emily Harris is beautiful, but she's mm-hmm. more. But it's like there is that range there where I would call it more folk, where it could be country, but to me, it's it's a different little genre. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some really good song. I, mean, I love Carrie Underwood. She's so good. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah, it's hot. There's there's so many good songs, but I think probably one of my favorite songs is I uh, um, is probably Remember When, uh, Alan Jackson. I love that song. That's oh, I don't know that song. Oh, you should look it really? up. It's really good. Yeah. I actually heard uh, he, it was after September 11th. Um, I watched a little interview with him and he said he woke up at like 4.30 in the morning and sat down and wrote that song in one, you know, in, in, in one sit down. It's great. It's, it's about September 11th. It's a beautiful song. I also love to make you feel my love, whether it's Adele or Garth Brooks yeah. or whoever. I love that song. It's one of my favorites. Uh, so there's lots of good country music out there. So uh, let us know if you're listening, what your favorites are, who would be your top picks. I like uh, uh, Do I Dare by Jesse Schramm. That was a really good one. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's a 
little like again a pocket that might not be country but you know it's hey, a good one. <laughs> hey it all it all fits in this big it all country. comes together <laughs> but you got lots of practice playing country music on nashville it's true it's true on mm -hmm. nashville and then country at heart and i don't know if wes has mentioned this it's not country but wes just recorded a christmas jazz album Ooh, i didn't so realize that, that and i just realized it's on Serious XM 17. So that was a, I, that was a, that was a quite the treat. Yeah. yeah. So, so that's yeah. fun. How, what was that like making a holiday album? It, it was great. It's something that I'd always wanted to do. Um, and I was planning on going to, to Nashville to, like Jeff said, it's not country. It's, 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 it's more of a jazz. At least three of the songs are one's more, mm -hmm. uh, I don't even know what you would call the one I wrote. It, it turned jazz piano and now it's just, now it is what it is. So yeah. someone else can put it, song. you can put it, yeah, it's Christmas song. Um, <laughs> but it just so happens that this movie was ending in Nashville. So I just thought that, man, we're making a Christmas movie. I've already done a few, um, I've already recorded a few songs in prior films. So I was like, man, this seems like the perfect, the timing just felt right. Mm -hmm. So I extended my stay in Nashville, uh, got with my music producer and band leader um, who did the music to this movie as well and um, stayed for about another week, week and a half. And then um, now it's out. Right. That's great. Well, we'll if, if you t if you give us all the information, we can put it in the description so people can find it. Yeah, thanks uh, for the plug, Jesse. Your check's in the mail. <laughs> Always. I feel like every day I'm like texting you being like, so did you get on this? I feel like you're public <laughs> when it comes to your album, just so you know. Well, I mean, that's good because then that your, your character is a, a producer. So maybe you just were so method. It's true. I'm constantly thinking of a music video for him. He just hasn't shown up to do it. So. I wasn't going to say anything, but since you did, that's great. <laughs> right on the money. Well, very good. Well, thank you so much for taking the time to talk with us about the film. We're really looking forward to it. Uh, I think it's going to be a lot of fun. And uh, so we appreciate it. And uh, do you have social media that you'd like to share with us? We do. I am Jesse Schramm on everything. Jesse with a Y. Um, Jay Schrammer, if that's what you want to look at too, but just look for the little check mark and it'll be me. Great. And Wes, what about you? Uh, Instagram only. It's uh, WesBrown225. Okay, great. We'll have that in the description section. Make sure you're all following uh, Wes and Jesse and let us know your thoughts. Uh, tell us your favorite Christmas carol in the uh, comment section. We'd love to have that discussion and uh, make sure you're following the podcast at Hallmarkies Pod and Hallmarkies Podcast all over social media. And if you're listening on iTunes, please leave your ratings and reviews. That really helps us out a lot. And if you are watching on YouTube, please give this video a thumbs up and subscribe to the channel. We really appreciate that. And you can find me at Rachel's Reviews, all of our social media, iTunes, YouTube, and on Rotten Tomatoes. So check that out. And we really appreciate it. We appreciate our patrons and our, you can find our merch store, which has tons of festive designs. Take a look at that. And thank you so much again for coming. Really, really appreciate it. And uh, yeah, we'll have, we'll have to get in touch again after the movie. <laughs> so Merry Christmas. Bye everyone. Merry Christmas, Rachel. Thanks for having us. Thank you, Rachel, for having us. <laughs>